Super Slack Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Slack Podcast. This is episode 82. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, so, unfortunately, last week, um, as you know, or if you don't know, I'm telling you now, so you do know, uh, we had technical difficulties, so I couldn't put out the episode. So this week, we put out two. It's kind of a two-for-one sale, if you will. But not really, because these are free episodes. Uh, See, so yeah, you get two for free. <laughs> So you get do for free. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Hey. Um, we go over a few things on this podcast. We were supposed to pretty much dedicate a lot of it to Doctor Strange, but we got uh, we got thrown off course before we ever started. Yeah. Uh, we touch on uh, Chris Benoit and that whole story. Pops. What? Touch on Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. Uh, so we talk <laughs> about Chris Benoit. And Your then- whole life is a pause. And then we talk about opening a comic book store. Yeah. And then we talk about Kendrick. our top five Kendrick songs. Then we get like my Doctor Strange. Yes. Then we get into some Doctor Strange. Is that it? I'm pretty sure that was it. I mean, we we definitely stretched out. There was a lot of tangents in between. What the fuck? Pause. <laughs> I wouldn't think about it that way if you didn't just give me the eyes. And now I'm talking like a fucking Italian with my hands. <laughs> it's a spicy meatball. I masturbate. <laughs> so where's the gobble bull? Hey! Alright. Enjoy. Have you ever listened? I mean, like. Have you ever listened to what puddle of mine? That's just the sound of death. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, like, legitimately, have you ever listened to. Like, to la- what? Spit the, it out! The last couple days of someone's life, like, while they're in, like, a hospital bed? fucking terrifying i'm sure it is just like you get used to like a pattern of breathing and then it just becomes real shallow and like grunty kind of like what you were doing yeah and then they like that that's like the exhale and then the inhales like a <gasps> and it's fucking horrifying yeah it's not fun yeah that's yeah that's wild because that wasn't my experience but i don't know maybe i don't know it depends on the I think it also depends on what they're passing from. Yeah. So, mine would be like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. Um, That'd be my final message to everybody out there. (laughs) Are we putting this on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? Well... I mean, I just didn't want it to want it. Like, I wanted to start with some type of conversation. I didn't want to, like, go straight into the how are you or, like, well, how was your week type of shit. I wanted to start with something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. Uh, mm, I, I, mm-hmm. When I saw <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I got the nachos, and the nacho cheese that they gave me was not the normal nacho cheese. It was like, a, I don't know, another brand of nacho cheese, and it tasted like fucking ass. I can't tell if you're being serious, serious or not. It was like some Italian fucking name. It was like it D- wasn't, Dino's or some shit. So it wasn't Tostitos? It wasn't the Tostitos cheese. And I'm like, wow, this ruined my whole fucking movie experience. <laughs> Because it did, it didn't taste good. Those and, uh, what are those fucking candies called? Cookie dough balls? Yeah. I got the frozen ones and I like to mix it with the nachos. 
and it didn't taste good with the cheese. That's troublesome. It tastes good normally with Chocolate other cheese. Chocolate and cheese, bro? <laughs> yeah. It don't do anything to me. It tastes good. <laughs> Why would it do something to well, you? Well, normally some people are sensitive as fuck, uh, and they can't eat certain things. Like people, you, you're not lactose intolerant though, right? No. So why would you worry about that? I'm just, I'm just wondering why people <laughs> are so sensitive. In general, times have changed. Have they? Oh, yeah. Or have the times been the same, and we haven't uh, been paying attention to the times? No, well, the times are definitely different. Or, what if the differences are different and not the time? Oh, the time's different, too. Yeah, but what the, yeah, the time's always changing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, an hour ago wasn't... An hour ago was 6.57. <laughs> so, the time's always changing. But the times, they are a-changing. Yeah. Is that Bob Dylan? That's Bob Dylan. I think. I think. <laughs> it's either Bob Dylan or Billy Joel. Billy Joel's a dumb bitch. It's definitely Bob Dylan. Bob It's not. You're so full of shit. Then why the fuck isn't it on his top five? Because he has a lot of... No. I mean, right, according to this, his top one is Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah, I believe that. The second one is like a Rolling Stone. I also believe... Uh, Number three is Blowing in the Wind. Number four, Hurricane. Oh, I, I saw that one. Number five has to be uh, all along the watchtower, though. Nope. Really? Number five, girl from the North Country. I'm talking like that one YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Damn, that's the top five, son. Like the old machinima. That's the top five, bitch. Like the old machinima <clears throat> channel <clears throat> with Steven uh, Larson. Uh, yeah, who's that? Steve and Larson. Oh, I don't know the <laughs> fuck that is. They they also uh, run another uh, channel now, but it's all dedicated to wrestling. All along the Watchtower was Jimi Hendrix. It was originally written by Bob Dylan. I know. And performed by. The times they are a changing. <laughs> Sounds like he's fucking dying. Have you heard Nebraska? Isn't he? he mm, what is he still alive? Bob Dylan? I want to say he's dead as dirt. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, before you look it up. Is dirt dead? No, I'm pretty sure it's actually alive, but I, I don't know. He's alive. He's 80 okay. years old. Don't look at it. Okay. Who is his son? Very popular one-hit wonder band of the 90s. Band? Band. What kind of genre? Was it pop rock? Was it just radio rock? Was it hard rock? I can say it, it. It's nineties rock, like alternative ish. Okay, like Soundgarden-y. Nah, that's softer, technically. Softer though. Softer. They're pretty soft. And uh, on top of that, a little emo. I I didn't know you know hey, a son. Yeah, I didn't know. The Wallflowers. He's the lead singer. Fuck, I don't know who the fuck that is. You have heard that song, One Headlight, by The Wallflowers. Let me see. The Wallflowers? Yes. The Wallflowers. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I've had sex to this song. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Oh. 
he sounds like he's like constantly in the middle of taking a shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you heard uh, Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen? The album. I can't say off the top of my head, no. There's a song on there that's based off a real serial killer. Name. Henry Starkweather? Starkweather? It's named after him? No, but it's a story. Like He oh. tells a story of him, basically, in the song called Nebraska because he went on a kill spree in Nebraska. He was only 19. That's what the Natural Born Killers is based off of. It's him. Oh, yeah, okay. Because he literally went in and killed his 14-year-old. He was 19 and his girlfriend was 14. He went in there and killed, his, killed her parents and she helped them move them behind the house and shit. Kinda and they like, both got arrested. She did a prison sentence and she came out and she lived a normal life after. That's almost as bad as <clears throat> uh, Ken and Barbie killers. Yeah. In Canada. I'm pretty sure they listened to Barbie Girl by Aqua. Is that what it was? I just thought it was because they were both like super attractive and people were like, oh, it looks like Ken and Barbie. I'm sure it was that, but I'd like to think they'd listen to that <laughs> while they were killing people. While they killed her sister? Yeah. It's kind of fucked. Yeah, I think they raped her together and then killed her. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's dark. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 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 I want wow. more Owen Wilson movies. Her, it was actually pretty No mo. J-Lo. No, Why, though? I don't. I just can't stand her. Is it because of the marriages? <laughs> or you mean the lack thereof? <laughs> Is it because of the rings? <laughs> no. has nothing to do with her Infinity Gauntlet. What does it have to do with? Just Is it because she's Puerto Rican? a person. No, like, just, she seems... Like she looks like person. she smells good. She looks like she smells her own ass. And it probably smells good. <laughs> Ask Ben, I don't know. I'm com- I'm not even gonna say that. <clears throat> say it. <laughs> Fucking say it, bro. Do it. No, it's don't too- be a p- 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 pussy. It's too much for this episode. <laughs> no, it's not. The whole time I'm just crying and have pink eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you've heard it here first. Justice Peterson has pink eye. <laughs> It's going to be like, fuck you both. He's probably had pink eye before. I've had pink eye before. I've never had it. I've never gotten it from the things that you we talked about with him. You probably got it from somebody. I was a child when I got it. That was the last time I got it. I remember when I worked at the Chico's. It was about, I think it was like the first year I worked there. And one of the tables that I was, you know, filling up the waters to or whatever, one of the people that was sitting there on the inside of the booth had pink eye. She was just sitting there and her eyes are all shut like this and she's all <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's pink eye, buddy. <laughs> she had something. Like her eyes were closed. Uh, I feel like only one person can say what I'm about to say and get away with it and it's super offensive. Okay. Did she have a touch of the tism? No, she didn't have that. She didn't have tism. She had like literally her eyes were like red and they were closed. Why is it he's like the only person that can say that and it doesn't sound Who, Theo? offensive? Yeah, yeah, he does. He says it and it doesn't sound. It sounds funny. He got a little case of the tism. <laughs> he got uh, hit with a little bit of tism. <laughs> I fuck it, dude. He's hilarious. I haven't listened to his podcast in a while. It's been a minute. I've been I listening to a bunch of true crime shit. I'd rather like. I give him some time so I can listen to his specials because <laughs> too much of him and I start talking like him and it doesn't turn out very well. That's why I say bruh all the time now <laughs> still. And that's why I say, I go, damn, dude. I say that all the time too. Because <laughs> uh, I, I got it from him. Because I used to, when I first found out about him, I like listened to him like every day. Yeah. 
I, I remember you're like, this dude's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you need to listen to the one with him and uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Predator and governor of Minnesota and oh jesse ventura yeah i don't know yeah. why wrestling isn't the first I, thing i picked I out i had but... to turn it off because it did get because he, like, he would not stop talking <laughs> it was so like, bothersome yeah dude. i was like Ew. i've i don't think we've ever had a guest on here where you couldn't get a word in edgewise edge <laughs> why is that funny you never heard edge you two edge or the wrestler edge? no edge like that's the thing that happens like right before you <laughs> that's called edging yeah edging <laughs> don't push me because i'm close to the edge and then they stop and then you're like oh okay <laughs> why are we talking and then you have to and then you just keep going um but yeah edge is a horrible wrestler i was never a fan of him never not even when Ow. i when i was like knee deep in wrestling all right never that is like one of rated the, r superstar that is one of the worst takes you've ever had he's actually back wrestling again i know after he like thought he was gonna die if he ever hit his neck again i remember that one wrestlemania when I think was it Shawn Michaels or was it Jeff Hardy that jumped on him from like a ladder oh. to the ring? The fuck, him WrestleMania twenty one. Yes, I watched that live. It was the very first Money in the Bank match ever, and I was fucking That's the first WrestleMania I bought. Or my parents bought. Same, yeah. And I was make fun of me watching wrestling. She's like, you know, it's fake. And at the time, I thought it was real. I don't know why it matters to people. I don't think she. I think she was just fucking with me. No, or something, anything else, dude. I had so many friends growing up that would get mad that I watched wrestling. I didn't because all my friends watched wrestling. We would wrestle at recess. Dude, all we my had f- belts. All my friends would just sit there and talk shit the whole time. Like, you know it's fake. I'm like, I get that it's fucking fake, but why do you care? I, Everything on TV is fake. It was a while before I knew it was fake. Because I was uh, nine when I first started watching it. So I legit thought it was real for like a minute. And then, then I got told that. I'm like, So I started watching closely. I'm like, oh shit, this is fake. I, I mean, it's definitely fake. But it's entertainment. It is just like everything else. It's it's live stunt work. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, some of the shit's real. Oh, like, there's some shit you can't fake. Yeah, you can't fake. You can pad yourself on the way down, but you can't fake falling fucking twenty feet from the air onto a table. Yeah, like or crashing through a ladder that snaps in half. Yeah, like or when they get hit with the chairs, um, unless it's like to the head. <coughs> They don't protect themselves. Yeah. And they used to not protect themselves in the late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. but CTE is a thing, so... Canada. Became a no-no. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was thinking Chris Benoit. I mean, he's from Cana- Canada. Fuck, Chris Benoit. That's a dark story there. 2008? There, when is the HBO Max series of that coming out? I would watch That's the shit out I of it. That's what I want to know. If Who's you, playing Chris Benoit? If you ever get a chance, uh, one of the darkest things to watch... It's kind of depressing, but it's intriguing go and watch uh dark side of the ring oh yeah you think you should tell me about i believe that. it's episode or season two episode one and two it's they're free on youtube and <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just like two hours of his story and it's fucking dark there's yeah his daughter refused to be interviewed his son did interview for it the one who looks all whacked out Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand why. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. He wants to wrestle. Yeah. And he wants to wrestle under the name Chris Benoit Jr. His Ooh. name's David Benoit. I'm like, I don't know why you would need to do that. Is he just trying to be edgy? No. I don't think you can. That. His, I don't the, know how I'd handle that. It's fucking rough. But do they even go about telling you exactly how he killed himself? Do they? Yeah. I had to watch that. Though. Like, 
It is brutal, and it involves gym equipment. I think I got. I think I remember a little bit of it because I read something about it. But um, yeah, I'd have to watch that. It, the Ring. Do- Why? Uh, it, it it's narrated by Chris Jericho. Nah, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna watch no, it. No, it's it's actually really cool though because he was really close friends with Chris Benoit. So. For anybody listening to this, just like a little fun fact. <laughs> Uh, Anthony has just bought tickets to go see <laughs> You're Fozzie. You're so out of your ass. No. <laughs> Save the world tour. I've seen him live in person at uh, enough wrestling shows to not want to do that. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'm just not into Fozzie. I would hope not. It's... It's concerning. It's slightly better than Nickelback. I'll take that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, who do you think would play Crispin One like an actual like... Ooh. series mini series i don't know anybody who looks i mean you don't necessarily need somebody who looks exactly like him obviously because like even elvis trailer austin butler don't look like elvis but he he just he looks like elvis still even though he doesn't it's especially certain shots like yeah holy fuck but you can just feel that it's elvis (sighs) honestly dude don't say john cena that would not be even remotely (laughs) okay like (laughs) i know It'd have to be someone fairly short. Well, he was like 5'8". Don Cheadle. <laughs> um, someone short 5'8". Was he that tall? I think he may have even steroids. He was five. Because they were like the same Rain fucking Mysterio height. was like fucking 5'5 five five or some nah. shit. Rey Mysterio was 5'6". See, I told you. Oh, so it was like five inches off. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like he was con- he's considered short for a wrestler because most wrestlers are like 6'5". Six six. Yeah. Um, so you need some. I mean, the height thing is like you can go with or without camera it, tricks and stuff like that. Yeah, because Hugh Jackman was way too tall to be playing Wolverine. See, uh, I would want somebody. We need someone white. Um, we need someone who looks redneckish, intimidating, redneckish, and on drugs. Um, I, honestly, if it was like twenty years ago, and obviously this stuff didn't happen twenty years ago, but like. A young Woody Harrelson would have worked. Oh, yeah. It been, yeah. Um, Timothy Chalamet. He'd have to get fucking jacked. I don't think he could. <laughs> he doesn't have the body type for it. No. Um. He he has a better chance of playing the Slim Jim man. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want a lot of wrestling uh, biopics. Now that you're saying shit, I remember one VHS I watched uh, quite a bit when I was a kid, and my because my grandpa still to this day is really into wrestling. Yeah. Um, he had a VHS called Beyond the Mat. Oh my god, it's and so fucking I used to good. watch the shit out of that. That is <laughs> a like, dark ass documentary. Yeah, well, I didn't too. understand it at the time, but oh. I'm like, damn. That is a rough one. Yeah. Um, like especially because <clears throat> I, I watched it for the first time a year and a half, two years ago. That oh, uh, fucking blew my mind. Like, especially the uh draws stuff. Yeah. And he worked for WWE up until like two years ago after he was paralyzed that whole time. Wow, dude. It's fucking nuts. Um this is a hard casting choice, to be honest. It, it is. And I was thinking, <clears throat> so like someone the Let's size see. of a... Uh, Stout actors. <laughs> uh, what What's his... Uh, Taron Edgerton, like that size would be perfect. But I don't think he could pull that off. Whoever this is. Will Stout? Oh, that's his <laughs> name. <laughs> hey, his name's Will Stout and he happens to look like Chris Benoit. A little bit. Enough to pull off. Uh, I, mean, I have no idea enough. who the fuck that is. I would just want someone who would actually take the role seriously. You him. know who? <sighs> Dude, I have no fucking clue. Tom Cruise is shorter than me. Yeah, five seven. Oh yeah, 
Not by much, but he's shorter than me. He's very short. Um, Billy Crystal. <laughs> Billy Crystal? <laughs> Fuck. I'm just hell. looking at a list of short actors. Um, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> As fucking Chris Benoit. I would be more okay, and this sounds stupid, I would be more okay with Henry Cavill playing him than Jesse Eisenberg. Dave Franco. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't. I couldn't see him doing it. I'd be okay with it. I'd watch the fuck out of it. But I don't know if I could take it seriously. We need someone with chops. You know, um, what's his fuck? What's his face? Uh, what's his nuts? Um, <laughs> That's very descriptive. Um, so he has all three. The dude who plays Cal Kestis. I would be okay with that. Like, it'd be like a kind of a weird casting at first, but then I think he, he has enough range to fucking do it. He has a slightly weird mouth, but I could I could see that one. What does that mouth do? No, no, no. It's just like the way his mouth moves. It almost bothers me at times. Um, what is his fucking... It's, it's mainly because of Gotham, though. What is his name? This is how crazy Batman's made Gotham. Ooh, James McAvoy. You see, I pull off multiple personalities. I think personalities. that would be the best one. He just has said. to get fucking huge. He already is. No, but I'm talking like, like Crispin was bubbly. Okay, so he needs to get as big as he was, plus a little bit of extra mass from Split. Yeah, like he needs to be walking like this. Yeah, and I'm I think he could do it. That's perfectly perfect. Okay with that. And he's fucking five seven. No fucking way. Yeah. He is not five seven. You are out of your ass. That's fucking nuts. It's really easy to look tall. Okay, so here he's a little big here, but imagine a little more with Chris Benoit's haircut. Oh, I'd I'd be in. He, yeah, that's I'd it. About it. That's it. Um, that's the casting. <clears throat> I'm a casting director. Uh, mm, uh, mm, Jedi Fallen Order. Well, I just want to know his name now because it's really gonna bother Cameron me. Cameron Monaghan. Mc- yeah, I don't even have it up yet. As soon as you said his first name, it was easy. He is fantastic, though, as an actor. I still need to watch Shameless because of him, though. Yeah, I've heard it. There's, like, fucking a shit ton of seasons, too. Uh, like, nine, at least? Uh, yeah, I think McAvoy would probably be the best one. Yeah, that's like, that's really good. Who would play his dead son? How old was his son? Maybe six. So you can just get it known. In. Yeah, and you could... What, yeah. About his, what about his wife? Was his wife, like, very, like, was she, like, a nobody, or was she kind of, like, in the limelight? She used to be in wrestling. So, the way they actually met is really fucked up, because uh, Nancy Benoit was married to, uh, what the fuck was his name? Is that her name? Nancy Benoit, yeah. Okay. Um, She was married to another guy, Kevin Sullivan. He was another wrestler, and he was promoting a lot of WCW at the time, and he actually booked... Yeah, he actually booked uh, Chris Benoit and her to have an on-screen affair, and while they were having an on-screen affair, they ended up having an actual affair, and he, like, booked his own divorce, basically. Okay. It's fucking weird. There's a lot of theories that I've heard over the years that, like... That's one thing, like, every time you look it up, there's, like, a bunch of conspiracy theories about it. A lot of people pointed to the fact that Kevin Sullivan, at least in wrestling, was a Satanist. So a lot of people are like, oh, he probably killed them. Like, shit like that. There was a lot of weird coincidences. Like, so... Oh, this is fucking crazy. So, Night of Champions, I believe it was 2008, was the pay-per-view he was supposed yeah. to be on. Never showed up. And... Was this how long after... Was this after the... This was the day it happened. Oh. So, 
they had to replace him because they yeah. hadn't heard anything from him. So it ended up being CM Punk versus John Morrison. Uh, I remember this so vividly because that was like the weirdest 24 hours ever. <clears throat> um, but someone posted online that day that they had all... For some reason, I was thinking it was a hotel. Oh, no. It was their house. Okay. Um, And nobody had heard from them. So cops hadn't shown up to their house at any point before this thing was posted online and then as soon as news actually came out that it happened the post was like immediately deleted and they tracked it down to the person he's like i was just fucking around i was just trying to get some clicks so people are like Cloud. that was fucking fishy there's a lot of like reports about the night before with like neighbors saying they saw certain things or whatever like yeah. just strange shit like where there's like at least three or four different uh conspiracy theories about it there's i've heard really weird conspiracy theories about like the wwe being part of like illuminati type shit and they that's took wild. him out that's wild yeah i almost want to dedicate this episode to that but i would to, to specifically what because we still need to talk about dr strange too i know maybe i mean next episode we can just do like a deep dive at crispin wall you just Crispin Wall? Yeah. I mean, I'm in. There's enough to do it. I'll watch that shit on YouTube to get some background. Some research. Some research. If not, that's fine, too. No, I'm I'm all in. It was just a thought. Now I'm trying to fan. I'm trying to cast her now. Is she ethnic? She looks part ethnic. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um, She almost looks Polynesian. <laughs> Polynesian. <laughs> Um, if if you were to cast her, I mean, I hate, I don't know, man. That's a hard one. Someone James McAvoy's age. Well, yeah, because you figure how old was Chris Benoit? Oh, it tells me right here. <laughs> it tells me right here when he died. Uh, so he was, so he was born in 67, died in 07, so that's 78, it's 40 90, years. It's 40 years. You do math better than me. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he's forty. So she, how old? How much? I mean, she'd be about the same age. She was forty-three. She was a little older, but uh-huh. either way. So it's around forties actress, maybe even mid thirties. Just that way, you can show a little bit before too. Um, James McAvoy is forty-three. Holy shit! No way. I thought he was younger than that. I did too. I thought he was in his thirties. Either way, it still would work. Yeah. Um. um Obviously, the dark hair doesn't matter. Just find someone who's actually like decent actress uh, or some... actor. Sorry. Why well, you can say both? I feel like people get mad anymore. Um. Yeah. I. Rachel Star. <laughs> can I see what one more time? It's just. It's hard to pinpoint. It's it like a very familiar face. It's, it's odd, yeah. Um, Mila Kunis. No. <laughs> Plus it's Mila. Um, either way. Fuck. <laughs> whatever. We can't all be fucking Russian. Or whatever she was. Slavic. Mila Kunis? Mila Kunis. She's fucking Mexican. No. <laughs> no. She could pass as what a Mexican. Was, so there was, no, so there's, uh, we're getting off topic, but here, there was this really weird story. It's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> what? Off topic. 
It's fun. Yeah, it would probably be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but so Mila Kunis and I can't remember the fucking musician. It's like some. Either way, they grew up together. Gucci Mane. No, I'll look it up right now. Okay, but uh, she basically like constantly when she became famous would talk shit about Mila Kunis because Mila Kunis stole their pet chicken when they were kids. <laughs> uh, let me see. Alright. Uh Mila Kunis chicken lawsuit dropped. Um Ukrainian singer. What the fuck is her name? Ukrainian? Yeah. Um Christina Caro. Uh, apparently they grew up together and she stole her chicken. Wow. Like it's fucking weird. But okay, so who would you cast as Nancy Benoit? I'm, I think I have one. Oh, 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 uh oh, oh, Alicia Vikander. So I want to agree with you. There's just an <clears throat> I really sound sexist. There's an issue. I mean, not really, not according to these photos. Let me see. This is the chick who played Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean they're not. Alicia Vikander. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But why does that matter? Because she'd be half naked most of the time. Would she, though? I mean, especially if they're showing how they met and shit. Yeah. She not was Gal Gadot. That'd be kind no, of No, just no. I'm tired of her. Wow. Like, really sick of her. Tell me how you really feel. Helen Bonham Carter? <laughs> no. Kate Beckinsale? Nah, she don't look like her at all. Margot I mean, Robbie would be an easy choice. Yeah. Alicia Vikander is a good choice. It's just, you're going to hear the same people bitch about the same shit. I'd be okay with that one. Okay, that's it. Amelia Clark, even though she's, I think she's like, it don't matter. She's good. She's young. Yeah. Amelia Clark for uh, Mara? Please God? I hope so. I swear, I, uh, I hate taking even saying this because it sounds bitchy. Yeah. And at no point am I saying I'm not going to watch Aquaman two, but it really makes me not want to watch Aquaman two. Yeah, it really does. Like, I, apparently, there's a rumor going around that they like lessened her role in the movie because of what's going on now. I heard that, but, but I'm, I'm like, like, I don't believe it. At that point, if you're gonna do something like that, fucking take her all the way out. Or yeah, because. It was done to Johnny Depp with no fucking evidence, but there's evidence against her, yet they're still behind her. Yeah. <coughs> this woman is doing cocaine on the stand. Allegedly. Allegedly. It really looked like it, though. Uh, I've never blown my nose like that. <laughs> my dog stepped on a beat. It's so bad, bro. I know. It's so bad. It's bad. Um... But yeah, so what were we originally... Well, we haven't gotten to anything yet. We were talking about uh, Crispin Wall. Yeah. Uh, how was your week? Um, oh, really? My week was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. What did I do? I mean, I can think of two things you did. What did I do, what did I do this week? I went to a concert last night. Yes. Oh, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then on Thursday... Oh, Doctor Strange. 
Yeah, that was cool. And then uh, we recorded a podcast episode last week, but... But technical difficulties. Um, testicle difficulties? Apparently you can't... Did I say testicle? No, I did. <laughs> oh, okay, apparently you can't trust technology anymore. Touche. It'll fail you. Indeed. Yeah, and now I'm out 300 bucks. You're so full of shit. Yeah, I'm I was like, don't do that bucks. to me. I was like, because I don't, I, I can't owe you 150 right now. I'm broke. Are you though? Oh yeah, me too. We should open a comic book store instead. I'm so fucking in. Would let, you? You got? Let me get some capital and I'll do it. Capital or like money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be down. That'd be so, that'd be a lot of money because mm. we gotta buy all the shit and then sell it, or have people donate shit. <sighs> All we need to do is get this off the ground, get the movies off the ground, and then we open our own comic. I, I would love to, and I'd love to do it kind of the way that Kevin Smith has, and have like a podcast. I don't know if I call it a studio. Theater? Yeah, a podcast theater in the back. I want to be so big that I, I want to push my Hot Comics out of business. I want to absorb my Hot Comics. That's a better one. Especially because, I mean, it doesn't seem like they have any uh, plans to do anything expansion wise or anything like yeah. that i mean i know they have a second store but it, mm. i'd take that absorb those move out of that big warehouse go to a little nicer area more central area i'd say see i'd love to have that building if it was in a better area yeah i mean it's not terrible i mean it's not that great but um, it, it's just it almost doesn't seem sustainable with the size of the building yeah, and we'd need a building that size, yeah. but we can get a nicer warehouse. Yeah. More central. It would be amazing. Yeah. It's just, it would be nice to be able to get all their products. The only issue I've ever really had, and I haven't really said it out loud, but it's kind of a dirty store. A little bit. It doesn't look very well taken care of. Yeah. And there's like big sections of the store that aren't even open to the public where you're like, you're just wasting all this fucking space. Yeah. So... The the one area they do have for like the poker games and stuff like that would be perfect for podcasts, but yeah, hopefully they don't hear this episode when we go and ask them for shit. They're not gonna know who we are. Okay, this podcast episode doesn't have our faces on it. Very true. So, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I wanted to make it to where it's like if we get a warehouse, we can do like levels. Oh, okay. At the bottom is a, a comic store. Second level is a strip club. So you what? can like no. go, you know you buy comics downstairs and you can take you can read them as you're getting grinded on. <laughs> you're gonna be like getting grinded on. You're like, yo, Magnino got a huge dick though. Yeah. No. And then the <laughs> very upper level is the gaming lounge. Where's the podcast thing? That's in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> we no. have like a fucking speakeasy under the comic book yeah. store. No, but not really. Yeah, realistically, owning a comic book store would be kind of cool. What would you call it? Blackjack comics. Honestly, probably. Slack this that ass. Thwack, th- thwack that ass up. <laughs> That's a shirt. Black that ass. We come up. up. Oh, that people don't know. Oh yeah, we don't know. Cause yeah. So we're dropping two episodes today, so two for one. <laughs> I fucking love it. I can't wait till we actually make that shirt. When <laughs> do a tree come? <laughs> yes. Do a tree come. Ah. Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, Twack, the Thwack Jack comic store, that's lame. No, I mean, I, what would you call it? Comics? We, that's better. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Because, I mean, like, I like Kevin Smith's name of his store because it's Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. It's perfect. 
We would have to have the flag jack name in it, right? Depending. Do we create certain characters at some point that are so iconic that they're not able to be ignored like that? I don't know. I mean, Jack is technically a character of Flag Jack. I don't know what... It went away pretty fast, though. What did? Remember the stick figure person I drew for the original logo? Oh, yeah. His name was Jack. That is true. I mean, we can bring him back. We could bring him back. Thwack Jack. Yes. Thwack Jack's super mega ultra Yo. fantastic store. On that shirt, yeah. you should uh, put him on the shirt, backing it up. <laughs> Just to get a visual aid. Thwack that ass. Thwack that ass up. Hell yeah. I'm going to do it in the cash money art style. Like how their old <laughs> albums used to be. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, the Thwackjack Super Awesome Mega Ultra Fantastic Comic Store. I wish there was something catchier. So I had a Biden moment. Thwackjacks. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank. Put a concert venue in there, too. <laughs> I don't know. The Wag Jack Secret Stash. No, because that's just I fucking know. stealing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Thwag Jack... Um, Butterfly, the comic book store. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Oh... Uh, mm, uh, Wayne Tower. <laughs> no. Wayne Industries. No. That's copyrighted 100%. <laughs> and not only that, one that would be cool, but is also taken by Kevin Smith, he has a foundation called the Martha and Thomas Wayne Foundation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I swear to God. It's fucking That's beautiful. legal? I guess. But he also did a lot of work with DC where he probably got like a handshake deal to be able to use it. So, yeah. um, Dwight Jacks. Dwight Jacks. Oh, no, dude. You could do a lot of shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Did, you know, did you know that it's they made a there. sequel to <laughs> The Phantom? No, I didn't. We were talking about that last week and I was yeah, like. Yeah, and you were going to make the sequel. I mean, I still love to. It has Ooh. Justin Hartley in like a Ooh. 2007. Who? Justin Hartley. Who the fuck is that? He's the dude who played Green Arrow in the Smallville TV show. Oh, God. He's the reason people know who Green Arrow is. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. How was your week? <laughs> it was... Wow, we went all around. Yeah, we went uh, all around and acting upside the back, back side. I'd like to... It was okay. It was... Doctor Strange was probably the highlight of the week, but nothing crazy. Oh, not to mention we have another highlight coming this week. Do we? Kendrick. Oh, my God. The heart part five is beautiful. It was. It was beautiful. Um... I'm trying to, like, keep my brain empty for this Friday. I've been listening to Kendrick... Um, I tried listening to Good Kid, couldn't get into it for some reason. Hmm. 
Um, I'm going to listen to the Pimple Butterfly tomorrow, and I'm going to listen to Damn on Thursday. I can listen to Section 80 a million times. Uh, I love Good Kid, Mad City. I love it too, but for some reason, I don't know if it's because I listened to it too much back when it came out, because I listen to it now, I'm like, I'm like. See, I kind of felt that way with, um, why am I having a brain fart? You just said it. To Pimp a Butterfly. Yes. I felt that way about To Pimp a Butterfly, because I played the shit out of it for a while, and then it just, for some reason, I just got really attached to Section 80. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. But I like Section 80. But I don't consider it his first album like a lot of people do. Like I, I will agree with that. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, tomorrow to pimp a butterfly and then Thursday I'm listening to Dan. And then Friday it'll be Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. What's this Oklahoma shit though? Oklahoma? What? It's Oklahoma. You're so full of shit. And look it up, it's Oklahoma. And it's not full of There is shit. no way, bro. You out of your fucking wazoo? Oklahoma? Oklahoma. What the fuck does Oklahoma mean? Don't ask me, ask Kendrick. I could have sworn that shit said Oklahoma. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Let me see, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Told you. Look at the web address. What does it mean? I don't know. Let's see. This came out April 18th. K- oh, well, I don't know what the oh, O yeah, stands for. But K Lama would be Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick. Yeah. What's the O? Orenthal. Um, James Simpson. Yeah, but if that's that website is going to have all the updates, obviously, as we go along. Huh. Because it had that picture, the one I sent you. Why you the me. fuck did I think it said Oklahoma? Am I dyslexic? I think you might be dyslexic, uh, amongst other things. I think you're an in-the-closet homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell everybody. <laughs> Every time I end up doing a podcast with you on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> that's good. Uh, so, growing up, someone would say something gay, and I'd say only on Tuesdays. And so, like, my dad is always like latched onto that and used it against me so like this morning he's like hey where are you going tonight and i was like oh i'm going to damien's to do a podcast he's like oh because it's tuesday i was like you're such an asshole damn i didn't think about that <laughs> that's like, good fuck that's a good one that's a good one. Oh my god but yeah um let's do this before we get to dr strange uh talk let's do top five kendrick songs Ooh. okay i actually gotta go through it i do too i mean but- i have my number one you do yeah so i won't tell it yet because it's number one i want to go backwards instead of forwards mitch sit down be Be humble humble. i love that song when it came out but it really quickly got overplayed yeah you know what i'm saying bitch don't kill my vibe bitch don't kill my vibe I can feel your energy room to blend it away. I got my drink. I got my cup. I got my just a bit of today. So bitch, look at my butt. Bitch, look at my butt. Bitch. Bitch. All right. I think I got mine for the most part. Are we counting as features? 
What? Are we counting his features or just his tracks? Yeah, that's up to you. You can do whatever the fuck you want, boy. All right. Uh, I need to write down my top <laughs> For me, starting at... Oh, are we waiting a minute? I mean, you can go. All right. Starting for me, my number five would be... Uh, I just had it one second. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. Really? I love that fucking song. Okay. It's dope. You want me to wait for you? Uh, yeah, hold on. Okay. <laughs> just give me this guy. All right. <laughs> just give me a fucking second, will you? <laughs> Come on, man. Just give me a fucking second. Come on, man. I didn't do anything. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. My resume will never do millennium. <laughs> um. <laughs> Live with another son. Bad girl, Riri now. Swerve, swerve, swerve. <laughs> we gonna be all right. It's okay. This dick ain't free. This dick ain't free. I mean, baby. <laughs> this is a hard list. I'm not gonna lie. It is. Yeah, you're gonna hate this list. I doubt it. You're gonna fucking hate me. Why? Who, me or I'm going to make you hate me, bitch. Me or the audience? Stop it. What? I've had enough. What? I've had enough of the nonsense. What? What? <laughs> okay, I have my list. Okay. I gave my five. You give your five. You gave your five already? I gave my f- number five. Oh, okay. Just a, ca- uh, just a thing to, 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 to disclose. My top five doesn't include anything from Section 80. Weirdly enough, I don't think I do either. Yeah. My number five, XXX, triple X. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something completely different. No. I'd... That's my number five. Um, Yesterday, I got a call. It my number one. Then he goes, all this love. He goes, I do love that fucking He was loving, we was loving, we was Yeah. That's actually my number four. It's an intense song. It was the first time I heard it. It was wild. It is a beautiful fucking song. It was my favorite off of Damn. And it has you two on it. Really? Yeah. The edge is on it. The edge. <laughs> the edge. Yeah. The other edge. Bono, that <laughs> stupid bitch. <laughs> fucking Bo Burnham. He has that line. He's like, and if you want to help, uh, I can't. Kids in Africa, sell your tinted shades, you cunt. <laughs> Did you know he also plays a demon on stage? Like he comes out in the devil makeup and shit. Bono. Why? And people are like, with Illuminati theories and shit. Oh. Watch. I'll show you. After that, what's your number four? It's a little eerie it looking. Looks interesting. Uh, you did your number four? Yeah. Well, what's your number five X, and four? X, X. What's your well, five? No, number five is all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. My number four is Wesley's Theory. That is a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, It's weird because a lot of mine are from... But uh, Element. Number three? That's your three? Yeah. Okay, um, number three is Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. Beautiful song. Yes. Um, I used to rap that, like, a lot. So my next is number two. Yeah. Do you want to expand it to go to ten, top ten? No, because that would take fucking forever. <laughs> would it, though? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably ADHD. Okay. My number two is Feel. My number one is easy. I don't even have to look at the list. What? It's These Walls. Really? It's such a good fucking That's song. That's an 
well especially because like i all heard it like the from the lyrics and then i uh i was talking to nate medina and he like was talking about it with me because he was watching a bunch of youtube channels that like dissected the lyrics it's fucking dark it's about vaginas no not on the on the, on the on the basis level kind of the first two verses are yeah the third verse is fucking beautiful though. yeah it's it's revenge in music like it's fucking nuts yeah it's amazing yeah you oddly enough my number one is you oh <laughs> that's beautiful yeah <laughs> that song is so raw and the first time i heard it i don't know i just like i was like what the fuck the only one that we share is xxx yeah i like it you is my favorite song and it hasn't been topped yet that's fair it's just i never heard shit like that like i've heard emotional shit like on a rap record but not like that. Yeah. That just felt like raw. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't he get my gun? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> um, I had to pull it up before. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Why? I pulled it up before. For what? Because I thought someone was upstairs <laughs> when they were on vacation. Like, I literally heard footsteps upstairs, and me and Zelda were down here. Did she react? Yeah. She like looked uh, towards the stairs and her like hair stood up. So I got oh, the yeah. gun and we went I up. I grabbed the gun too. I got I went up there and there's nobody up there. That's sketch. And now Ani says she hears footsteps and shit too when she's home alone. So it's haunted. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I like how you say it so definitively. You're so it's haunted. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you especially that change up when you hear the maid talking like, she, like he's in a hotel or something. Oh yeah. And then you have the Beatles sounding music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's it wild is, it is beautiful. And then you hear the bottles clicking, like he's actually drinking while he's recording. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm, that fucking album was very special. Yeah. I, I like to pimp Butterfly a lot, but I almost feel like it's hard to just listen to individual songs. I feel like you have to listen to the whole thing to really... I, I can't remember the name of the track on that album. I, it's not even really a song. It's just him reading the To Pimp a Butterfly thing. Oh, at the very end. Because yeah. like, throughout the whole album, album, you get snippets, and at yeah. the end, you read the whole thing. And, I, and then he's talking to Tupac. That one felt fucking raw. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Something about it was just so... It felt weirdly genuine. Yeah. In, like, a way you don't find people, especially in hip-hop, uh, expressing emotions like that. Yeah. It's, it's usually... And, and I'm not saying that no artist shows any emotion. It's just... It doesn't always feel that raw. There's something with his lyricism, like... I love Eminem as a lyricist, but especially in the last 10 years, the substance is more political and it's not, um, not the good political either. It's, it's, it's like just encore was decent political yeah. in Eminem show. It's more cringe. It is cringy now. I'm not gonna lie. I still love Eminem and I think he, can whip songs out like none other. But I'm not saying that he lost his passion at any point because I don't think he has. I just don't think... And this is something he's even kind of said. He's like, people get mad at me because I'm not the angry Slim Shady anymore, but people also get mad at me if I go too hard. Yeah, There's not a happy medium. He's like, I'm not as hungry as I once was because of the fact that I'm not hungry anymore because he's I gone. was doing it when I was fucking struggling. Yeah. When I, it was on the verge of quitting music at a certain point. Like, he had a different kind of fire in him. Where now, 
he can kind of hold that mentor role where there's something about Kendrick's music that it has never lost the substance. Yeah. Whereas even with J. Cole, I feel like he's started to lose the substance. And they were the only two that were comparable there for a while. Uh, I wouldn't even say that. Really? Um, I think like Kendrick Lamar, <clears throat> he has consistent like quality to where when he comes out with something, it's like you almost expect or you almost know that it's going to be deep. Mm-hmm. And like, it's what it were, J. Cole, he was never, he was, he had deep shit, but he was never an artist to where I expected something flawless from him. Uh-uh. That makes sense. That's like fair. Kendrick's on a different level on everything. It's crazy though, because I remember for a long time there it was like not as toxic, but like almost the same level of like Biggie versus Pac with Cole versus because uh, it was East Coast West Coast. Yeah, with Cole versus Kendrick, like it was not nearly as toxic. People weren't dying over stupid shit like that. Yeah, but <clears throat> it's just that vibe. Yeah, you know, and that talk is not nearly what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like you can look at you break down j cole's albums and none of them are as culturally significant as any of kendrick's albums like each of kendrick i don't know just like personal a lot of j cole's albums are just personal to him yeah they're not nothing that speak to like they're nothing that encapsulates encapsulates a certain moment in time like yeah. Kendrick's albums do. <clears throat> yeah. No, so like <clears throat> the way I think I'd put it is it almost feels like Cole has in a different way done the same thing that Eminem has. It, it doesn't 100% make sense when I just say that, but like the mentor thing okay. is he seems like he's pulling a lot more people out and bringing them up like JID and the whole Dreamville team. Yeah. Where Top Dog wasn't built by Kendrick, even though he is like their flagship guy. Yeah. I mean, I'd say he's like the reason they got to where they were. They are. He is. Yeah. But it's can, not something he built. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like with Cole, though, it's more of like Dreamville feels like a team. And with Kendrick, it seems like a lot of the guys at TDE kind of resent him. Yeah, and then the this next out Kendrick album is the last album on TDE. Oh, really? Yeah, he's free after that to go mm-hmm. do whatever. Yeah, and there's a reason why he did that. Why? No, I'm just saying that probably oh, there's I'm a sure. reason why he did that. Like, I don't I think he's bigger than that. Maybe it makes sense. Yeah, I mean that dude could start his own shit and be perfectly well off. Yeah, and I guess what I'm saying too, like about like cultural relevance, or whatever the albums like. You can go back to Good Kid, Mad City, and it's still like relevant today. Or you can go to To Pivot Butterfly, even though it came out in 2015, and its themes are like relevant today. Yeah. Damn. Even though he's talking about like you know Trump and stuff like that, it's still relevant today. That like I think is... those are the marks of like really good albums. If you can go back years later and it's still like relevant. Yeah. And I don't think you could do that with J Cole's albums so much. Like they can still sound good, but like the content, like. Even the For My Eyes Only, like some of the content on there, I don't think age very well. Uh, some of it, I will agree. I do love the concept <laughs> of the album, though. I think yeah. it's beautiful. Like it's, while I don't think it's his best album, it is probably my favorite just because of the content. And uh, but I mean, twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive, 
I can't think of a song on there that I dislike. Yeah. And that doesn't, that wouldn't be replayable mm-hmm. and still fit today. Yeah. But it's one album compared to five, four, five. Free Kendrick? Yeah. Three like major albums, technically, yeah. but like if you can include Section 80, then yeah, four. Yeah. And then soon to be four or five, whatever you want to call it. Um, five and six, double album. It was still one album, but I remember everyone was theorizing. I just don't. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. That like, everyone said that with "Damn" too. Oh yeah, when it came out, everyone was like, "Oh, the others." They're like, "Oh, he's gonna drop another one. album on Easter." And I forgot it was a name that had something to do with Nation. It, it was yeah, Damn, Damn Nation. Nation. Yeah, and it never. Happened. And I was like, "That'd be fucking cool." Then it never. Yeah, happened. and the difference this time is he actually held two, two albums. So. Yeah, and. I'm in. I'm excited either way. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like going it, in with no expectations is hard not to. Because like I said, like when someone like Kendrick makes an album, you almost expect yeah. some shit. It's, it's like watching a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Like you walk into a Tarantino movie, you're not going to see Star Wars. You're not yeah. going to, I mean, even though that there was almost a Star Trek movie, that would have been fucking weird. Yeah. But you always kind of know what you're expecting coming in. You expect a certain level yeah. too. And to my feelings, Tarantino's never missed just like him. Yeah, and I'm, no, yeah. So, and like, you know, like, say if you go listen to an Eminem album, you're not expecting much. It's just like you're expecting, like, I don't know what you're expecting. I, ex- I don't know what I'm expecting. But. I honestly just expect good lyricism and maybe some disses. Yeah. He, he's a lot more of a battle rapper than anything else. Yeah, and at this point in his career, you're not expecting anything like deep or anything. Yeah. And I mean, if he were to do something deep, cool. Like, yeah. I'd be down for it. But his stuff is a lot more. I feel this is just, I feel shitty even saying it. It's literally just him bitching about critics. Yeah. Which I wish it wasn't that, but it still produces good content. It's just yeah. not. I don't know. It's just different now than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, because like if you go back to albums like the Eminem show, like the content on that album still holds up. Like oh, as yeah. far as the political stuff, it's very relevant to yeah. today. And even Marshall Mathers LP is it holds up. Yeah, I think so. Slim Shady LP holds up. Maybe a little bit less than Marshall Mathers, but yeah, I think if you go back now, listen to it, you can definitely like it's his most comedic album. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And like the Mushroom song. And shit like I never, that. Yeah, it's like you're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good still, but you're like, damn. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely different from the rest of his catalog. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so anybody listening, it is three days from recording this podcast that we should have some new content. And if it didn't happen, you didn't hear it here. Yeah. So this album's gonna be a ten out of ten. Um, it might eleven. Up, it might be his best album ever. I would not put it past him. Yeah. It, I'm ready for it. And that's why it's hard. Like, another thing with artists like Kendrick, it's like, how are you going to top yourself if you keep putting this shit out? Right. And that's, like, why a lot of guys quit at a certain age, because they know they can't top shit. Yeah. But every time this man even jumps on a feature, I lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, I fell in love with Baby Keem because of him. I get yeah. that they're cousins and everything, but, like, his music is fantastic, but I would have never fucking found him out if it wasn't for the two features he did for him. Yeah. With Range Brothers and Family Ties. Yeah. Those were fucking amazing. Um, this is the point of the podcast. This. <laughs> that if you want to avoid spoilers, 
here is your final warning. We are going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Full spoilers. I also put out a reaction video after I saw it on Thursday. Yes. I thought about it. Fuck you didn't. Because I was like, upload would have been mostly the same shit. I watched yours. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) um. I did my part. Now I need to get paid. (laughs) (laughs) So, how would you like to start the review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? You want a you want a initial synopsis at the beginning of the film? Uh, synopsis? How oh, it opens? Like Just a, a quick summary of how it opens. Uh, how did it open? It opens with America Chavez and Doctor oh. Strange from what? Eight something? No. Yeah. Different planet. Different universe. World. Yeah, number eight something. Eight thirty-eight yes. is the one that Doctor Strange died during the battle with Thanos. Okay, and then the the, un, the main universe is six something. Six one six. Yeah, same one from the comics. Yeah. Um, but excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard this shit like a million times already. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange with the ponytail. We'll just call him. Yeah, it didn't look good. N- no, it was an interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, is basically trying to help deliver America Chavez to. The book of... Um, Ashanti. Ashanti. Yeah, not the singer Ashanti. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I, 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 this is the first thing I thought of when I heard it, too. I was like, dude, she... I was in love with her when I was a kid. Yeah. I couldn't be without you, man. I can't stand I those fucking songs baby. now, though. I can't stand those songs now because most of the time they're packaged with jaw rule. They make me want to cry when I hear them because like, I just get really nostalgic when I hear them. I'm I can like, see Damn, bro. I can see that for sure. Life comes at you fast. Um... And immediately... It gets thwarted. Yes. And Doctor Strange is like, oh, the only other option is for me to steal your fucking powers because you don't know how to handle them. And then he gets uh, got. He gets got. She opens a portal because that's her thing. She, when she gets scared, yeah. she opens the portal. So she goes through and then she lands in... 616. 616. And also brings the dead body of the other Doctor Strange with her. I don't know why. Yeah. Interesting. It happened. Um... But from here, honestly, like, it was a really good opening. This movie has a lot of, uh, a lot of very good visuals. And that's something that was very much expected with it being a Sam Raimi film. Yeah, he very much uh, put his stamp on it. Yeah, it is 100% the first horror film in the franchise. Granted, would it match up to a lot of horror films traditionally? No. Yeah, and I, that's what was my main thing. Like there was horror shit in there, but a lot of people were hyping it up to make it seem like there was more horror shit in it than there actually was. Yeah. It, as far as like Marvel goes, though, it was... About as close as you can get. Yeah, like, especially with the formula they have with the jokes every other minute and shit like that. Yeah, and there's a certain point where it started. Like, I'd say when Wanda assaults the um, Illuminati... After that point, it gets like horrorish. Yeah, horrorish. Oh my god, <laughs> giggity. Um, but that is still probably my favorite scene of the whole film in the Illuminati place. The destruction of that place. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of how to say it, <laughs> uh, but so she fucks it. Not in the way many people would like, but hey, <laughs> hey that uh, should look good. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, damn, she looked good. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> cast a spell on me. 
Please. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> you know exactly. What she to say. was one of the strongest parts of this film. She was the best villain since Thanos in the MCU. See, and I, sorry, I struggle. Not sorry, I struggle to make that distinction. I think Thanos was a great villain, but I still like Killmonger more. Not a bad. Um, yeah, because it goes Thanos, Wanda, um, probably Killmonger, Vulture. Um, that's that's it. And Loki, I guess, but I fucking hate him. I'm throwing Green Goblin in because it still makes me happy. Yeah, I don't um, count. I know. So. No fucking count. So after the uh, Doctor Strange and America Chavez thing, Doctor Strange wakes up and he starts getting up to go to a wedding. He's going to what's her name? Rachel. What's her fucking name? Michelle. Rochelle. Good God. Christine. Christine. Yes, it's she's played by Rachel McAdams. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going to Christine's wedding. She's marrying some guy. And some guy, yeah, I forgot his name is Charles. Charles, Charlie. yeah, some bullshit like that. She's like, He's a fan, you need to meet him, yeah, and yada yada yada. I don't know why I wouldn't go to my girl ex girlfriend's wedding. I mean, if I disappeared for five years and she got oh, married, fun I'd fact. Re- um, so I was eating dinner with my dad, and <laughs> where is this going? You know, it'll, it'll come together. Um, I was eating dinner with my dad, his girlfriend, and my sister, and he brought my dad, brought up Brittany. Because Kathy had never heard of Brittany before. Okay. So I went to go look at her on Facebook to show her. And she got married. Did it make you sad? No. I mean, it took me. I, I got taken aback a little bit. I was like, oh, shit. It's weird to think that. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? I think most of the women I dated in high school are married and have kids. Yeah. Which is the thing. I don't. So it makes me feel a little weird. Um, But yeah. So yeah, it was just kind of weird. So yeah. So no, that's kinda, fair. Kind of relates back to this. No, um, that's perfectly fair. So yeah, he's being a simp for uh, Christine, going to her wedding, and then that's when the squid monster or the giant eyeball with tentacles attacks. Right. I, I saw someone say it was Mike Wazowski's final form. Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, hey, damn, that'd be cool. If Billy Crystal voiced it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. But yeah, that shit starts tearing up the city, and it's basically going after uh, America Chavez. Dude, the way he fucking jumps off with that pocket square is beautiful. Off of the building? Oh. To fly down with the cape, because the pocket square turns into the cape. Is it a cape? Yeah, it's a cape. I was like, I don't know what we yeah. call it. Um, I thought that was, like, the best-looking, like, suit-up moment since uh, Iron Man jumping off and doing essentially the same thing. Okay. I can see that. Um, then Wong comes in. Yeah. It does kind of still bother me that he's the Sorcerer Supreme and not Doctor Strange, but I kind of like that they changed something from the comics and are sticking with it. Yeah. Um, and, like, their dynamic, like, it's the perfect buddy cop type thing if they were to ever just do a movie with just the two of them together yeah. the whole fucking time. Um, they do play off of each other very well. Yeah. Um, um, so they defeat this thing, take the eyeball out. It's that was dead. also a kind of a brutal kill. Yeah, it was kind of a brutal kill. Um, they go into this cafe or some shit, and they talk to America Chavez. Why did they say Chavez? Chavez bothers me. It's Chavez. It, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chavez, Chavez, yeah, yeah, whatever. Chavez. Yeah. America is really how you say it. Yeah. But, you know, you're not going to hear that out of you. Um, um, That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they talk about some, like, multiverse shit. 
Yada, yada, yada. The one thing I will say that bothered me in this specific scene was <laughs> they talk about Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, it was Spider-Man. With him remembering the events of the movie. Obviously, he never says Peter Parker, Ooh. but he's like, Ooh. he's like, yeah, we recently had something similar with Spider-Man, but, and then it, I don't know, it just kind of confused me because I'm like, I know he's not, he doesn't remember who Peter Parker is, but it's like, kind of almost feels like a plot hole. I could see that. Um, it was funny getting another one of the, does he shoot webs out of his butt like a spider? Yeah. I was like, how many fucking ways can we do this? I know. <laughs> so is it just your wrists that the webs come out of, or is it like other places too? It's just the wrists. <laughs> um, so you get that conversation. They're going over the multiverse. And then after that, they go hide the body. Bring they hide the body, and then Doctor Strange goes to find Wanda because he thinks she can help. But it turns out she's the one who's been pursuing her. She's the one who conjured that mummy mo- the demon at the beginning, and she's the one who conjured that Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Because she's trying to get her powers. Yeah. And it was... It's very... We were very much misled as to what this film was going to be. Yeah, they're, talk- no- they're talking about it. It's the multiverse of yeah. madness. The whole time this film was being promoted... It was promoted in a way that made it look like Doctor Strange and Wanda were working together. Because how can you turn her into a villain after the great fucking response of WandaVision? I always knew she was going to be in the villain. In the, in the I'm movie. happy she was. Yeah, because that was, it was... I could just swear I said that was, she was. I, I honestly did. I thought it was her helping him fight whatever was coming after America Chavez. Like, go back and watch the original trailers. There's not a whole lot other than her just being in her suit that makes her look sinister. Yeah, and it, I like the way I like when she looks sinister. I know you do. <laughs> um, like I, 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 I was very there for her transformation into a villain because it was like it was teased in Wandavision, but I honestly thought that was the furthest they were going to go. I really, yeah, I was I like, oh, she- they made her like the sympathetic villain that turned back to good, and then she went completely 180 and went the fucking other way and doubled down on that shit yeah and the first glimpse we see of that is that after that scene dr strange is like oh shit so he goes back to the fucking taj mahal or whatever it's called <laughs> the calmer yeah calmer taj the calmer taj so it's backwards um <laughs> it's not backwards at all <laughs> so they go back there and they're like damn we gotta get ready we gotta turn this place into a fortress let's put a shield around this joint and then wanda shows up looking sexy <laughs> And she's like, you give me, you won't give me her or something. Well, then I'll fuck you up. <laughs> she starts throwing fucking laser beams. <laughs> oh. And then they all like do the thing. And then the, <laughs> the, the sling ring the thing. The sling ring. And they all make a force field around the fucking uh, Taj Mahal. And they fucking. <laughs> and then. And then it doesn't work because she gets into the guy's mind and she's like, you need to run away. And he's like, all right, boom. And then there's a hole in the fucking thing and she gets through and she starts fucking everybody up. Yeah, she like, f- she murked She 9-11s that bitch. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. <laughs> yes, it was catastrophic. Yeah. Um, I love the trap that they put her in to try to confuse her. I like the trap and I also like the cannon they had. Yes. And it's all doof, 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 and then she fucks that up too. I think it's called a puckle gun. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's, it's basically a firework shooter. 
if you think about yeah. it. They used to equip them on uh, pirate ships. Yeah. Buckle guns. They were rapid fire, so you could actually like do some damage. Okay. It's stupid. I'll take your word for it. Nonsense knowledge. I wasn't there, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so they put her in that trap. It's almost reminiscent to Rey in uh, The Last Jedi. See, I got more of a vibe of uh, Infinity War when he has all the like needles almost in his face. Oh. That's yeah. the vibe I got. And that fucker, that Squidward-looking fucker, and <laughs> oh. I forget his name, but he has some of the hardest lines He did look of all like time. Squidward, though. Uh. But yeah, she's in that thing, and then she figures out that she can get through uh, in Reflections. Yes. So... And then she she's starts trying to pulling the people water. up. Yeah, oh. so they're like, "Cover the puddles. We need to cover the puddles." And then and she's, she's in like the process the... of cuddling. Co- cuddling. cuddling. <laughs> Damn, I wish she'd cuddle with me. <laughs> she's in the process of covering the puddles. Uh, America, America Chavez. Chavez, and she like stops to look in the puzzle for why. She's like, "For why? For why?" Yeah, and it happened. And then she fucking um, like I'm tr- I'm in the process of putting all these covers on these mirrors, but I'm just gonna look into this one real quick. I mean, I would too out of curiosity. I I'm like, Damn, how she do this? If she- People are getting fucking pulled out of that shit. I'm like, okay, covered. We're and good. This is the, some of the first glimpses of the whole of the Sam Raimi like Evil Dead feel yes. like, like the way the camera moves in and out of that scene. I will say that was the worst uh, CG of the whole film, but I do agree. When yeah. she like co- finally comes out, oh, when she comes out, she looks all contorted. Yeah, I'm like, it was Damn. cool. Yeah, but it was definitely the worst CG of the whole film. Yeah, uh, too uncanny valley. Yeah, uh, and then badass fight between uh dr strange wong and chavez with scarlet witch yeah and she left universes yeah and the one where they were paint really confused me (laughs) that was weird um and then the one that looked animated yeah and then there was the one where they became like blocks blocks yep and then they end up in this futuristic version of where like people drive on the red light yeah, it was bothersome, but yeah. and then we get this little fucking. She said the first rule of the multiverse is you don't know anything. Yeah, which I like. It's a good like pretense. Um. Also, really quick side note: Did you see the shit Jamie Kurt Jamie Lee Curtis is trying to stir up because of this movie? I mean, what she said wasn't that bad. I mean, compared to like what other people are saying, like oh. Martin Scorsese or like that. What is he saying? They were saying the Marvel's not cinema. It's like a music. Oh, park. I, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, I that get, was, like, I get what you say it too. Though. But she was like bitching, basically saying that they stole the idea of like multiverse, even though they've already done it like three movies in a row. Yeah, they definitely didn't steal it, but they did it better in everything everyone wants. Yeah, they did do it better they in that did movie. It way better. I'm, it, the multiverse. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, you gotta watch that movie. You'll cry. I will. You cry. I will watch it. And you I will cry, cry three times. <laughs> all right yeah but um kinky 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 um what was that what was then that? we get bruce campbell yeah we get the yeah the fucking bruce i was waiting for it i forgot i was waiting for it and then it happened i was like oh fuck i completely spaced it because i was looking forward to too many things that could or could not have happened like, toby i was looking i i wasn't looking for that as much as i was tom cruise me too as soon as he got showed up in the illuminati i was like tom cruise that's my first thought yeah. I, I told justice before we went in i was like we're seeing tom cruise in this film surprisingly was like, huh. i wasn't that mad when it didn't happen i wasn't either because what they did was actually really cool and it was very fan servicey yeah uh we'll, we'll get to that in just a second <clears throat> but the bruce campbell scene was perfect 
Yeah. It was cheesy about, as fuck, but... Yeah, because America Chavez says everything's free, but it's really not. Yeah. And he's like, you need to pay for that. And then he puts a spell on him where he's like hitting himself. Yeah. For three weeks straight. Three weeks straight. <laughs> he's just beating the shit up. And then yeah. that's the second post-credit scene. He's like, it's over! And then it's he even the does the evil dead hand where they, he has the hand pointed at himself. <laughs> And they did that because the whole thing because isn't there a scene in is it Evil Dead two, two where he's just smacking himself yeah because uh, he gets possessed but it goes into his hand first so the hands like has a has a mind of its own oh, okay and eventually that's it, like it turns all black and that's when he cuts it off with the chainsaw oh okay I still need to watch those movie I'm mad he didn't say that though yeah that makes sense I mean I get it yeah but it, that he even gave us a little bit of context for the you uh the multiverse that we're in because he's like what's up with you and your doctor strange cosplay he's like it's almost like you stole that cape out of the museum the strange museum or whatever and so he's like strange museum yeah so then they go to the sanctum sanctorum and they're looking at a statue paying tribute to doctor strange because he's dead in this world yeah uh earth's mightiest hero is what it says yes and I was expecting Wong to come out for some reason, but instead, name. Mordo comes out. Mordo comes out, and he's all friendly, and he's like, you know, he says this, and he says that. And, <laughs> then, they, he says that. and then they go into the the san, 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 sanctum, sanctum Sanctorum. San, yeah. They go in there, <laughs> and then the, he's all friendly, you know, talking about whatever, and then they fucking sit down for a glass of tea, and it turns out he spiked the punch. <laughs> he spiked the punch. He spiked the punch, and he it's... He roofied a fucking nine-year-old, Yeah, he bro. roofied him. He roofied her. Um, How old was she supposed to be? Like, 15? I'm guessing maybe? 15, yeah, about so that. He roofied but, a 15-year-old. Yeah, he roofied him. Uh, so, I for a second, I was like, damn, he's bad. But, That's in a I way, he too. really wasn't. He kind of still was, He kind of was. He was kind of more salty than anything else. If seemed like to me. What ended up happening to him on that earth? Um, I can't recall. I forget. They had a fight. Him and Doctor... We'll talk about it in a moment. Yeah. Um, so then... Don't they, drop the soap. <laughs> uh, we see Wanda with the Darkhold trying to... Putting her consciousness in a different Wanda in 838. Yes. Uh, trying to find America Chavez. Yes. <laughs> and she gets kind of caught up in the moment because she is able to interact with Billy and what, what what's the other one's name? Which one? I, I said Billy. What's the other one's name? Her sons. Billy and Chaz. No. <laughs> <laughs> Billy and fucking some fucking stupid ass name. Let me see. Because it's, it's, it's Wiccan and fucking uh, Wicked. Wiccan. <laughs> Wiccan. And what the speed no it's not speed speed is it really wicked and speed yeah you're out of your god what i could have sworn it was a different name uh what's the names bitch billy and who billy and billy and tommy billy and tommy is it wicked and speed i thought it was wicked and i thought he had a cooler name speed he's named after the keanu reeves movie (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna name it but it's not up to me why you should have some say, unless you're going to be a deadbeat dad. It's a woman's walk away. choice. No, it should I be know. a compromise. I know, I know, I know. It should be a compromise. I know. All right, okay. that's fine. That's fair. Capri Sun. <laughs> First name Capri, <laughs> middle name Sun. <laughs> All right. Um, no, Capri. So we'll basically just jump forward a little bit. Obviously, they're in these fucking 
cage things. The cage things are they're foolproof. And Christine's yada, like, yada, yada. y'all bitches ain't getting out here. You ain't getting out. I've been doing research on the multiverses and this and that. And they have and these cuffs on their wrists that stop their powers. Takes his powers. Or stops his powers, stops not hers so much. And he gets taken out because the Illuminati will see you now. And he goes <laughs> into the room that's like a fucking, like a, it's like Harry Potter. When they go into that room and all, everybody's sitting up there judging him. Um, what are you talking about in Harry Potter? Yeah, Harry Potter. I forget where what location it is, but they go. It's like they're standing down here, and then these motherfuckers are sitting up there talking on them. I think you're thinking of Fantastic Beasts. No, it happens in Harry Potter too. When? Yeah, in the later ones. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up later. Um, okay. But they're talking to him and talking to him like you're too dangerous or some shit, right? Because we don't know what you're gonna do, yeah. whatever the book fuck. And then they explain what happened to Doctor Strange from eight three eight. Yeah, and they defeated Thanos, but he made like a sacrifice because he was messing with the dark hole and uh, dream. Whoa, the dark I hole! I said the dark hole. Okay, <laughs> uh, he was messing with the dark hole. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Dream walking. Dream walking, which is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically like if you want to know what dream walking is, basically insidious. What the kid does, he That's goes fair. to the further. Yeah, it's basically putting your consciousness into one of your other bodies, bodies in a different in universe. a different universe. I wish I could do that in real life. It's ba- oh, son of a bitch. They do that in everything, everywhere, all much. Hmm. Do the same thing, except it's not called that. It's called first jumping. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the Patrick Stewart comes out there. So first we see a silhouette of oh no we actually see everybody first before yeah, Patrick Stewart. This comes is up. Captain Carter. This is Captain Marvel. Black Bolt. Uh, Bolt Bolt Boltagon Boltazar or whatever the fuck it was, and then he speaks Pig Latin back to him. Yeah, I was like, I don't get it, but I'll roll with it. Yeah, and then Captain Marvel, still unlikable. I way better. Why. Way better. Way better. Way better. And then we have Jim Helpert. Well, uh, who? Who? Yeah. It, it's beautiful. The actress who plays I Captain saw, Marvel in this is in the Captain Marvel movie. Captain Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. It's her friend. Yeah, her friend. Uh, something Rambo. Not Monica. It's her, it's her mom. Oh, shit. Denise? No. Yeah. Is it Denise? Denise. No. Either way. I think, yeah, maybe. Um, But yes, I did say, will say that uh, my favorite meme coming out of the Doctor Strange movie is why... Is everybody freaking out about Jim Helpert showing up in Doctor Strange? He already showed up in WandaVision. Randall Park. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking beautiful. Deep cut. I love that episode. Uh, Uh, Mr. Fantastic suit looked pretty choice. It was dope. I'm like, damn, that's how you do that correctly. Yes, it was perfect. Like, there's no alterations needed. Yeah. Like, just reuse that in another multiverse. I just wish he didn't have facial hair. I'm okay with facial hair because it has happened in the comics. I wish he had white. Strip like they did on Steve, uh, Dr. Strange. I think they'll do it in the Fantastic Four if film. he's even in it. He, my theory, or I think honestly, probably most people's theories is every multiverse we saw, with the exception of the three Spider Mans, the same actor plays each. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, and especially with John Watts recently being let go. He might, dir- he might direct it, John Krasinski. Yeah. Because you were the one who told me that he w- basically <laughs> said he wouldn't be in the movie unless he was directing it. Yeah, he was like just talking generally like if I wanted to do one of those kinds of movies, I would want to direct it. Which is fair. I mean, he's already proven his worth as a director. 
twice. What the fuck? Sounds like a car. Oh, my left ear went dim. Oh. <laughs> went dim. The dim, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know exactly what it's you like mean. It's like a high-pitched ringing in my yeah. left ear. <laughs> Just the way you said it was weirdly descriptive and right on the money. Are you okay? <laughs> it's weird as fuck. I don't know why it's ringing that bad. Like, it's like ringing. Hmm. The fuck was that? It's a truck next door. That was loud as shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, my ears ringing. That's okay. But yeah, so then yeah, you see Patrick Stewart now with his uh, mobility scooter. Yeah, the yellow one. <laughs> it's and, the one from the fucking X Men yes. show. And then he's all, "We should tell him the truth." And then he actually see the waves. Yeah. When he does the thing. I thought that was cool. I thought it was cheesy, but I loved it. I didn't think it was cheesy. Really? No. It's something we've never seen before. Like, I don't recall ever seeing that in any of the I other know. X-Men films. And did you, was there ever a scene in the X-Men movies where he goes inside people's minds like that? Yes. Not specifically in that style. <clears throat> that style was cool. But I'm pretty sure him and Jean Grey go in each other's heads. That was kind of, ooh. Uh, that was kind of, that was kind of artsy, that, that sequence. What was the ooh about? Did I say come? <laughs> no. <laughs> But I wanted you to. Um, that scene, the sequence where he goes inside her head, that was artsy as fuck. It was, and oh my god, was that? Fu- it was the last of the kills. Yeah, in the in that uh, scene. yeah, in that scene. Do oh, you, re- oh. if you slow it down, she rips his head in half. It's fucking rough. Yeah, it's so brutal. Like damn, they fucked him. I mean, he, he died worse time. in Logan still. Oh yeah, but hundred percent. This that was, was yeah. This wasn't an, an emotional death. It was like a damn. Yeah. This was. It was a hey, damn, I'm bitch. buying you guys time kind of death. Yeah. Um, and it shows you that Wanda is still in there. It's just that she's basically possessed by the dark hole. Yes. Um, oh, hold. The scene that we're talking about is by far my favorite scene in the film, just because of how fucked up it is. Okay. It is the darkest and most gruesome death in all of Marvel. Especially the Black Bolt one. That's the oh main. Like, more like, so his powers. Obviously, when he speaks, he creates these giant ass sound waves and shit. Yeah, and it kills people. And um, there's kind of a little callback to Evil Dead too mm-hmm. when they take the mouth away. Yeah, uh, that she, and I uh, saw a lot of people uh, putting up a bunch of uh, Matrix memes where he, he loses his mouth in the first yeah. movie. So she takes his mouth away, and he makes like a mm, and blows his fucking brains. It fucking like just it expands. Well, and then implodes. Yeah, it's fucking it's weird. Fuck, and then just blood dripping yeah. out of his nose. And I was like, oh. gnarly. And then the second one to die, the one that made me sad, was Mr. Fantastic uh, becoming Blue Twizzlers. Yeah, he, yeah, he went out like a bitch. He did. He went out like a bitch. He, he didn't even get to use his powers. I thought it was stupid. And the he, only time he, he stretched the powers slightly. he stretched coming in. Yeah. He stretched slightly and then he fell apart. He, he got put into a shredder. I just thought it was all to do it. If his power... No. It's just trash. <laughs> How is this the first time you thought of this? I, I like, can he make his dick bigger? Yes. Damn. He could probably expand that shit. I mean, we're just not going to go there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just, mm. um, nah, I wish I had that power. Amen. I need that power. Right. He gets shredded. <laughs> he, he looks like string cheese. Um, He went out like a total bitch. He did. And then, I'm not going to lie, as much as I hate peggy carter no no i don't mind her as much as i hated the women power scene in endgame this was a much better substitute. that wasn't even a woman power they scene. tried to make it that though they failed Th- this one was 
the two that put up the biggest fight were women. Okay. Yeah. Out of that battle. Yeah. Uh, her, so, uh, Captain Marvel had the lamest death of the four. She just got smashed. Yeah. Not and, pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Peggy Carter's death was actually also pretty gruesome. She got cut in half. I love the way the camera work did it. Like where you see the camera go. Yeah. And you can see her kind of slide. To the side. Yeah. It's very well done showing as little as possible, but letting your mind fill in the gaps. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. So she went in there and she just fucked shit up with no problem. Yeah. And she had blood all over her too. Yeah. I was that was sc- cool. Well, originally it wasn't blood. It was oil from the robots and then it was blood. Now it's blood. I'd have to go back and watch it because it, it almost looks like they, I don't know. It looked red. It did. But it was all. There's other people working in there. I just figured it was oil from the Ultron robots. What Ultron? All of the Ultron robots. So where the fuck was Tom Cruise? He, uh, Scientology wouldn't let him take the role. Apparently, the screenwriter came out and said he was in the plans. Why then? Maybe he just didn't have time to do it. He's working on Top. No, Top Gun was already wrapped at that point. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Mission Impossible. Maybe. Because there's two parts for that movie. Jesus. What is? I'm so sick of him already. Like, don't be wrong. He is a good actor. But, like, he only does the same shit over and over again. What was the last thing he did that was risky, career-wise? Risky? Probably risky business. <laughs> Jerry Maguire is the last thing I can think of that was, like, out of the action. You're out realm. of your dick. Just fill in the blank for me, though. Collateral. That was a badass movie, though. That was action. It was deeper than that. It was a fucking raw... That, that was 2005, though. Seven. And you might be right on that one. <laughs> like, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. It was in the 2000s. Yeah, it was early. So that's a minimum <laughs> of 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, Tropic Thunder. Okay. That one, I will give you. He should have been nominated big. for that. We were both wrong. 2004. For Fuck collateral. me in the dick. Um, other than Tropic Thunder, though. Okay, let me look. Let me look it up. You're trying to downplay the fucking well, impact Tropic of... Tropic Thunder uh, was already like 10 years ago. Yeah, I just can't believe you're trying to downplay the impact of Mission Impossible. Sorry, 2008 was Tropic Thunder. Let's see. I will put an end to your kind now. <laughs> uh, American Made was pretty good. What the fuck is that? And where you played that drug dealer. Do not recall. That was 2017. And I'm not counting The Mummy because it's also in that realm of action bullshit. Edge of Tomorrow was good too. That was also action stuff. Yeah, it was just, but it, it was, was good. sci-fi. I did enjoy that one. He just feels like he does the same movie over and over again anymore. Not that they're not quality. It's just they're all the same shit. If you're trying to say or if you're trying to imply that he's basically Liam Neeson, then you're wrong. <laughs> he's Liam Neeson who does his own stunts. Did you see that in the commercial with the new Liam Neeson movie? <laughs> no. It's basically the same shit, but this time he loses his memory. <laughs> Why? Yeah. What is this one called? I forget. I wish I could lose my memory of how many fucking Taken movies he's done. <laughs> no. Basically Taken 8 at this point. Essentially, every movie he's done since Taken 1 has been Taken. And just they, have, they each have their own little twist. And this one, he loses his memory. <laughs> Uh, and the last one, one he, he was, was an ice truck driver. Kid. Yeah, and then he was an ice truck driver. Uh, <laughs> he's fighting wolves. And one, 
and then there was the one where he was taking care of that black kid, um, walk amongst the tombstones. Yeah. That was a good one. He was also in Ted too. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. He's become a caricature of himself at this point. <laughs> he has. Um, but uh, he also apparently has like a hammer. So good for him. Um, oh, he's also in Atlanta season three. Really? Yeah. I guess Don was telling me he plays like himself and he like makes a joke about the attacking the black people. <laughs> Remember when uh, I forgot what the situation was, but he started. It, it was yeah. when he was doing press for that ice road trucking movie. Yeah, he was talking about how we are way off. Uh, he was talking about how his friend in Ireland, uh, when he was like in his early twenties, got raped by a black guy. Yeah. So he went around town for like a week, just walking around looking for a fight with a black guy so he could beat the shit yeah. out of him. Just so, any random black. So guy. he's very self aware about it, and he made a joke about it in the yeah. show. So good. I hope it fixes things. Yeah. think we got less than a month till we see him again, though. Oh. Oh. Him and uh, Cal Kestis. I do, I I'm really, guessing. really want that. It'd be perfect. It would be. I also kind of just want a Jedi Fallen Order movie. Apparently, Jedi Fallen Order takes place five years after episode three. That's what they said in the making of the game, because I watched behind the scenes. Because he's 12, that, so he was 12 like, when he was a kid. So I'd make him like almost 18, 17, 18. Yeah. So, Ooh. and then Obi-Wan takes place 10 years after episode three. So another so, five years. So Obi-Wan oh. takes five years after Jedi Fallen Order. E- so he's about to be 89, 20, probably 22. I don't know how I feel about that though. Why? Because you're giving us, he's going to have to give some sort of exposition of what he's been doing the last five years, which could spoil the fucking second game. Unless the game comes out and takes place after open one. There's a big gap of time missing though. I mean, I'm fine with whatever I'm here. We'll see. Well, they'll make it work. I think respawn has, is the right hands to have it in. So it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) What was that about? (laughs) Everything you say has like sexual (laughs) undertones to it. Even if it's not apparent. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so after this big fight scene, we go through these tunnels and... Yeah, she's running. chasing him. It's yeah. a chase scene. Yeah. And so then they finally get to the book of Ashanti. Mm-hmm. And it gets fucked up. Yeah. It gets burnt. Gets crispy. So that option's out the window. Wanda takes her back to 616. Is that right? And then Strange and Christina Strange are transported to another universe. I don't another know. Another one where everything went Another wrong. one. I'm glad they took that line another out of the movie. The, Things just got out of hand. They, it, the line was still Horrible in the movie, line. but it was delivered by somebody else. The line wasn't even in the movie at all. When? Uh, Mr. Fantastic says it. Oh my god. He said things just got out You're of hand. You're reaching now. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's the exact You reach it. It's things got a little out of hand. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is where we get the music note fight. Oh, that, honestly, I liked it. That was kind of cool. It was really fucking cool. And then you find out this other Doctor Strange is a third eye. Yeah. And he is most likely, and I'm pretty sure it's consensus that he was the Doctor Strange from the What If TV show. Yeah. yeah. It's strange that we once before this <laughs> scene heard about his sister dying when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Kind Never heard of that. Threw me off. Yeah. 
I don't even know. And that was kind of strange. Apparently, uh, her death is much stupider in the comics. Oh. She still drowns, but it's because she got a stomach ache at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking. If I die like that, I'd <laughs> just kill myself. Just don't tell people how I die, please. Yeah, um, yeah it is kind of strange. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> oh, all right. So we. So they, they fight. Yeah. Yeah, homeboy gets thrown out the window onto a spike and He's dies. That was pretty rough. It was reminding me of Rayshaw Ghoul when he gets thrown out of the fucking uh, building in Arkham City. City. Yeah, yes, beautiful. Um, it was. Yeah. Speaking of which, Gotham Knights October twenty third. Biatch. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. The traversals. Graphically. Yeah, the traversal is the only thing I have an issue with right now. Like. Yeah fucking nightwing holding on to a drone to that travel a little sus i was like it, but it's still better and makes more sense than red hood hopping on thin air no he's like yeah he's like yeah it's a mystical air jump and i'm yeah. like he's not mystical they, they, they tried to magical. explain it with the fucking lazarus pit and i'm Aww. like dude this is dumb no yeah it was no yeah um yeah it was a bit strange so <laughs> so then we uh we get Doctor Strange finally breaks down. He's like, I don't have another option. I have to use the dark hold. Yeah. And he dream walks into the dead body. And that's when another horror shot yes. comes out of the ground. And it's so cool. Yeah. So I think that was an awesome scene. But the best part of the dead Doctor Strange was when he gets to the mountain and the dead souls try to like consume him and take him Looks to hell. It's like a cape. It's fucking dope. It reminds me of Spawn. It, they they basically like expand on his cape. Yeah. That he already has. And it, it does. It looks like a mixture of like Spawn and like Nightmare Batman from the end of Arkham. Yeah. Night. Like it's fucking cool. It just expands. And then he's also able to use their bodies as like a weapon after he like overcomes it. And the way they laugh and talk is reminding me of like Evil Dead. Yes. When the demons possess shit in those movies. Absolutely. It's fucking sick. Like yeah. it is very visually awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wong is trying to go up the mountain. I mean, we never even talked about how she got to the mountain, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, she's there. Yeah. Why that thing is there? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Reasons. It, it, the explanation of like having another dark hold without having another dark, dark hold was kind of cool. Basically having, yeah. um, basically Wong tells her or tells strange that he needs to take her powers and basically kill her. Yeah. Which I was kind of thrown off by. Like, I didn't think that he'd be that cold and calculated because, uh, the beginning Dr. Strange even says like in the grand calculus of the multiverse, like this is the only way, which is your life doesn't, I forget what it was, Yeah, but it's basically the same line from infinity war. Yeah. Um, your sacrifice means more than, I yeah. forget than your life does or whatever um but he decides to go about it a different way because the whole film he's been told he has to be the person behind the knife he has to be the person that saves the day shit like that he has to be the center of attention all the time basically and he's like you know what i trust her i'll let go i'll tell her i trust her tell her to calm down relax breathe use her powers and the day is basically saved because she like shows her the damage she's done in that other universe with those kids yeah and she basically shows her in a way what she wanted to see without getting to see what she wanted without giving it to her basically showing her what that life would be like yeah if she was to do it but showing her how much she like she almost took their mom away from them and 
they were terrified of her. Yeah. And like seeing that in her kids, like drew her back and she's like, it's better not to have them than to have to remember being a monster to them. Yeah. So like, I thought that was kind of cool. It showed some humanity really wondering what they do with her character in the future after that though, because she takes the bil- the whole building off the mountain and destroys it. Some reason people thought she died, but she's even pretty much confirmed and come out that her character is still alive and she'll show up again. In which we probably won't see for another how many years. Because it, it's just the problem with these things. Like you get you get these movies and then you don't you won't see the sequel technically to them for a while because they got to do the other shit. I still know? she's how we get X Men. I don't think that's gonna be for a while though because they got Fantastic Four coming down the pipeline first. I mean, I'm fine with taking our time, but I'm tired of this like, rushing shit. I'm tired. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of the rushing shit too. Not but uh, the Russian shit or the Russian shit, <laughs> both. Um, I'm tired of like the long waits in between because like that's the problem with the interconnectivity of this shit. Is there's so much shit going on. It's like you gotta wait for some shit. Yeah, no, for sure. And then now you got Charlie Theron coming in. I'm like, why? I honestly, this might be slightly controversial. For this, I've never watched Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, I've never seen a what? Mo- okay, I've never seen a movie with her. Where I was like, oh, she's fucking fantastic. I, I'm not that crazy about Charlize Theron. Monster? I've never seen it. I know she got nominated and shit. I know. I saw the poster when I said it. That's why I said I haven't watched it yet. Prometheus? She's been getting that. I didn't watch Prometheus either. Uh, the one movie I will say she's done that interested me was, was it called Tully? Where she's basically a mother going through postpartum. Oh, yeah. Um. Atomic Blonde? No, I've seen bits of that one, but not not the whole thing. I don't know. There's just something about her that never, like, grabbed me. I get it, okay? (laughs) Fuck off. I Um, didn't say anything. Your face said everything. (laughs) Um, But I have no interest in her character. I'm tired of seeing more characters pop up. Like, yeah, at first it was exciting, and now I'm like... Especially because they're so deep into these characters. They're not even pulling popular characters out anymore. They're just like, here's your Eternals. Here's Harry Styles' fucking... Uh, Euro? Euros? Euros? Er- Eros. Yeah, Eros. Um, and Patton Oswalt. Have a British accent. Someone who told me he had an American accent. I think he does. Because I've always wanted to hear him with an American accent. It's interesting. I d- honestly didn't even give it any thought. Yeah, when I watch it for some reason, That's he's a surprisingly serviceable actor, though. I'm really looking forward to his next film. Oh, don't worry, darling. Yeah, yeah, it looks really strange. It looks fucking like Illuminati meets like Mad Men. Yeah, it reminds me of a David Lynch film. I can see that. It's not a Cronenberg movie, though, is it? What's that Cronenberg no, movie? No, that's sent? Crimes of the Future. Yeah. Have you seen the new trailer that came out? I think I said to you the one. Yeah, you one seen yeah. it yesterday. Yeah, it looks fucking nuts. It looks nuts. Viggo Mortensen is a badass. Yeah, he's that's the fourth or fifth film David Cronenberg movie's been in now. Really? He was in Eastern Promises, History of Violence, uh, one more, and then this one. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. Um, overall thoughts on Doctor Strange. Overall thoughts. I like the movie a lot. Um, my main issues were that you can tell when the reshoots happened because mm-hmm. it kind of takes away from the move from the flow of the movie for a little bit um my one of the my, my other main issues is that it's so like 
dependent on the interconnectivity, especially with WandaVision, that I feel like that might turn a lot of people away from it. Or right. at least confuse people. Because like, there's going to be some people that watch Doctor Strange and they go into this thinking it's the sequel and then they're like, what the fuck? I enjoyed this film. Yeah. I'd still probably give it an 8. Yeah, i give it an 8. But... This movie, almost more than any other, feels rushed. I can see that. Because we completely skipped over the plot point from the last Doctor Strange film with Mordo. Yeah. Like, it's addressed, but it's not at all. That's the problem with all this interconnected yeah. shit. It's like, it's nice, but like, we couldn't have waited for Doctor Strange and Wanda in like two years. Yeah, and I guess the whole story of this movie got changed anyway, because this movie's originally supposed to come out before Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And America Chavez was the one who was supposed to fuck up the whole multiverse thing instead okay. of Peter Parker. That makes sense. Or she was going to introduce it to him rather than Doctor Strange. So it was a whole different thing. It just, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I did enjoy the film. It like, it is very yeah. good. Like as a solo film, it's fantastic. It just relies on too many other films to have already been seen or shows even. And that's why it kind of seems like it's not its own movie in a yeah. way. It relies on that they can actually do stories this long. And like... But after a certain while, it's going to start to be the detriment, detriment yeah. to the whole franchise. Well, like, honestly, at a certain point, I would like to see a random-ass Marvel movie... That's that, not connected. That's not connected. If you want to connect it later with something where you're like, oh, it caused this and it expanded through the rest of it, I'm fine with that. I just want something that is genuinely all its own again. Yeah, and we haven't seen that Even Eternals wasn't really that because it relied on too much storytelling from Infinity War and Endgame again about people disappearing and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then you introduce Thanos' brother at the end. Like, I would love a movie with no teases at the end. Just leave it. Yeah, and give it, me no post credit scene. If we haven't seen a Marvel movie like that since Endgame, since before Iron Man, like an actual movie that doesn't relate to anything else. At the end of Iron Man, is there any post credit scenes? Yeah, that's when Nick Fury first shows up, that talking about the Avengers that. Initiative. Yeah, we have not had a solo movie from the MCU at all. Okay, I was gonna say from the MCU. Endgame was the only one that didn't tease another something after. It didn't, but it's still yeah. related to everything else that came before it. it. Yeah. There literally has not been one. And Guardians was close, but because of Thanos, that automatically ruins it. Yeah. <coughs> um, I, I really can't. There is none. I will say this. It's still connected but it feels the least connected out of all of the Disney shows is Moon Knight. Yeah, it feels the least disconnected. The only t- connection really is like the, it kind of alludes to the, uh, to Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Afterlife shit. With uh, Boston, the uh, <laughs> ancestral plane and shit. Yeah. yeah. Which is little shit here and there, fine. But yeah. like, it's nice to have something devoid of most of that. Yeah, and like, that one, I think that's literally the only thing yeah. that connects it. Well, that's why Batman is beautiful. Like, we know something's going to be coming down the line, yeah. but it survives as a film all on its own. Yeah, like if they were to stop for whatever reason, this could just yeah. work. It is Same thing is. with Joker. Yeah, that's completely on its yeah. own. <laughs> um, but even the rest of DC films has that same problem. Well, yeah, because they were. that's the whole DCEU. They're all, the only one 
that works on its own if you were to take everything else away is Man of Steel. Yes. Because it literally has no connection. Even at the end, there's no teeth or anything. There's not. It's kind just, of. It's just him talking to the the cap, the colonel, who the fuck it was. Who ends up being Martian yeah, Manhunter. Yeah, but at the time, like, it's just him talking to him and it ends after that. Yeah. Like, there's no connection It, it teases a sequel, but it doesn't tease anything extra. Yeah, it teases, like, a sequel into itself, but not yeah. the Batman shit. A sequel into itself that we never got. Yeah. And we'll never get. Well, we got Batman vs. Superman, but it's not. Yeah. It doesn't count. So that's the only one out of all those DCEU movies I could stand on its own. Everything else is connected. Because BBS has the Justice League shit. Aquaman does. Suicide Squad has the Flash shit and the Batman shit. You know, I really believe Peacemaker now. What? With that ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I did see another uh, nice meme. Or it wasn't a meme. It was, uh, I think it was Honest Trailers. Where they're talking about the most recent... Uh, no, it was Pitch Meeting. They're talking about the most recent Fantastic Beast movie. And they're like, well, we're going to replace Johnny Depp with Mads Mikkelsen, and that way we have no actors that have any <laughs> problems that we have to worry about biting us in the ass. And then it ends, and then it shows an article of uh, Ezra Miller fucking everything up. Like, you know how they tease that at the end of every one of those fucking episodes? That dude is hilarious. Yeah. Um, can you think of anything else? Um, No. All right. Yeah. That's kind of strange. Fuck I, off. You did that one on purpose. I said it multiple times. I know. I've been listening. The <laughs> Strangely enough. <laughs> Thank you guys for what? Why do I still <laughs> look at the camera? <laughs> look at the camera. <laughs> look at the camera. It's such a habit now. Something is a habit. <laughs> Just <laughs> like me. Thank you guys yeah, for watching. This has been uh, the Super Thwack Podcast. My name is Anthony Stevens. Damien Leva? Damien Leva. <laughs> Why are you so confused? If you don't mind, follow I us on... I forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, leave us some questions so we can get back at you guys. Or don't. That's None fine. of you motherfuckers don't do it. <laughs> I know. Um, Fucking dickheads. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, and then make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. really helps us reach out to other viewers. And we really appreciate it. Thank you and peace. Have a nice day. Have a good night. Have a good afternoon, even, if you're listening to this in the afternoon. You were almost... Almost there. What do you mean? At uh, the Truman Show. Never seen it. Well, good morning. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, no, good evening, and good night. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has the cheesy smile. Yeah. And, yeah. Don't look at me like that. You've never seen <laughs> Mad Max for your road and you're giving <laughs> oh, me shit. <laughs> never seen American Psycho, too. Can you believe that? He hasn't seen American Psycho. I'm sorry. Peace.